welcome to another episode of Pro-Am Disc Golf. I'm Gavin Goodwin. And I'm Chris Lesbo. I am your amateur. And I'm your professional. And uh, I'm uh, I'm solidly your amateur, but I'm I'm getting better. I'm feeling better. You are getting better. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm playing some decent disc golf. I so. feel like I saw some really awesome shots recently. Yes. Well, and we will talk about that. But first, um, this is going back a few weeks, but uh, Chris and I went to the movies. So, yes, okay, go. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, we saw The Predator on Thursday night preview, whatever night that was. And uh, I'm curious to hear what you people think. So, <laughs> you heard me talk about The Predator uh, or Predator, the Predator series. Um, I had not seen The Predator, the newest one up to that point. And uh, it's far from perfect, but I liked it a lot. I thought it was uh, enjoyable. Again, far from perfect. Um, editing was pretty slapdash in spots, like just pretty frenetic. Um, <laughs> and I'm, if there's a, like, there should be an extended director's cut, hopefully on like the Blu-ray, because that might help it make yeah. a little bit more sense. But also, it's fine. It doesn't need to make a ton more sense. It's a predator. Yeah, it's a predator movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I like mythology. I really like the, um, and not, I don't mean like, oh, I, I'm super into like Greek mythology or ancient Roman mythology or whatever. I like learning the mythology of something, of, mm-hmm. of whatever it is. I like learning the backstories of things, you know, and I, that doesn't mean I need to go read like all the appendices to the Tolkien books, but I will look up on like Wikipedia or whatever and just kind of dig yeah. in a little bit and read see. the lore. Yeah, but I don't need to read the Silmarillion for that. I haven't, I've tried. Oh. It's, it's, I don't have the patience for that. Okay. Uh, personally. I haven't even tried. Yeah. Uh, those are great books. The the uh, the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings trilogies are very good. Hobbit I like a lot. Hobbit's an easy read. It's a great It's book. fun. It's great. Yeah. I still haven't seen the movies, but the book is good. I like the movies. The movies are, are uh, not as good as the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but they're not as bad as people claimed them to okay. be, if that makes sense. Maybe I'll watch them. Um, and I would say the same thing with the Predator. Uh, <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. No, it's not as bad as everybody else is saying it is. I think yeah. it's like 27% on Rotten Tomatoes or less. It's a Predator movie. Of course it's 27%. Well, Predator, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one, I think because it's been so beloved. The first one? Yeah. I think it's sitting at like 87 90%, something like that no. on Rotten Tomatoes. Because it's great. But it's also, most of those reviews are not contemporary. They're people that have reviewed it you know, since it's become a cult classic. Oh. I don't even know it's a cult classic, just a classic. Yeah. Uh, but I would, I will rank the Predator movies now. My my personal opinion okay. on so and just like the the four Predator movies. So not Alien versus Predator. I'm not yeah. including those. Predator, Predator Two, the Predator, and Predators. And predators. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so top of the list. Well, I'll go worst to best. Okay. Um, Predator Two. Is not a good movie. No, it's it's a Predator movie. It's worth watching if you want to be a completist with the Predator series. Uh, I own it because it came in a box like Blu-ray set with the three movies that were released at the time. Uh, what is the Predator sitting around tomatoes? Or not the Predator? Predator. Predator is eighty. Eighty on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, the Predator is what like seventeen. Um, let me pull it up. Okay. I just looked at Predator 2. All right. So so for me, bottom of the list is Predator 2, and it's bad. It's not good. Um, next, you're, you're moving way up, and I would have to say 
I would put Predators next. And I like Predators. I think it's a I, I like it a lot. I think it's a pretty worthy uh successor to Predator. But Predators, which is the uh it came out like twenty ten. Yeah, Predators is twenty ten. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that one yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's at sixty five on Rotten Predators. Tomatoes. Okay. What is Predator two? We don't have to talk about it. What is it? Like nine? No, it's like seventeen or something. Yeah, Predator two is awful. Um yeah, Predator. It's also pretty. Oh, 27. 27 for Predator 2? Yep. Okay. Way better than I thought. Yeah. Uh, and then, and I would put the Predator at number two, personally, but it's really close to Predators. And the reason I would put Predator slightly ahead is Predators is basically a retelling of Predator, mm-hmm. uh, but shifting enough that it makes it interesting and it's good and I like it and I think it's it's it expands on the mythology um, and the predator I thought expanded on the mythology as well I liked it there's some goofy stuff in it but I liked it I liked that it was self-aware that mm-hmm. it was funny um, and then definitely the top of the list is predator yeah like, oh for for sure it's just a classic movie yeah so I think I agree with your Rotten Tomato guess though that predator is as high as it is because people review it now oh yeah like it's yeah you know if you look at contemporary reviews like they probably weren't as bad as like the uh, as the predator is getting now but because Schwarzenegger yeah. wasn't hadn't jumped the shark yeah. as far as pe- people still really liked Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> at the time um but uh yeah it i my guess is contemporary reviews would probably put it like somewhere in the 50s i don't know maybe maybe not yeah I but mean, it is a good movie predators like, 2010 is at 65. Yeah, I, I honestly think that's a little underrated. Yeah. It's a it's, it's a good, good movie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's definitely worth seeing. If you yeah. haven't seen it, there's you know kind of some nice twists in it, and it's just just yeah. don't pay attention and don't nitpick discontinuities or weird plot holes or any of that. It's a predator movie. Yeah, it's good, and it's honestly genuinely pretty funny. I like I it. laughed out loud at a handful of times. It was and, fun to watch. Yeah, I thought it was really a fun popcorn movie. Like. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Good popcorn movie. So, uh, on a old another podcast I used to have, I created a rating scale for movies um, because I get so say I'm so frustrated is, is an overstatement. That's hyperbolic, but it annoys me when people like that movies are just judged. Uh, generally speaking, you know, like you're going to give The Godfather five stars because it should. And it's it's fantastic, uh, and you're going to give Predator, the Predator one star because it's not because you're comparing it to The Godfather. That's not a fair comparison, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of racking my brain, how do I come up with this? And I came up with something called I called the Bodie Scale, and it's based on okay. uh, Patrick Swayze's character from Point Break because Point Break, the original Point Break, I, I never saw the remake. Um, the you know 1991 or whatever yeah. it was with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze um, is perfect for what it's supposed to be. It's an action heist movie. It's perfect for what it's supposed to be. And so on the Bodie scale, that's an even Bodie. Okay. And then uh, so you judge a movie based on where what it is, and it can go based on what it's supposed to be. Yep. And it can go. It goes from a negative five Bodie to a positive five Bodie. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> I think the the examples that I gave were so Point Break is is kind of the baseline, 
um, because that, it's that's called a the zero scale. That's an even. Like okay. it's exactly what it should be. Um, so plus five and minus five are both far from. Uh, so plus five is positive, like exceeding what you would expect oh, okay, it to be. Okay, okay. And then negative is is lower than what it should be. Gotcha. So um, I've been recently watching some Fast and Furious movies. So let's let's use those. Okay. Uh, I think my favorites. Before I was using like. I was using Keanu Reeves movies before as the example. So like the matrix, the matrix would definitely be in the positive Bodhi category mm-hmm. and its sequels would be negative because they're not great. Although I haven't okay. seen them in a long time. Um, John wick way better than you would expect it to be even in John wick Two, not quite as good as John wick, but still better than you would expect a movie like okay. that to be uh, fast and the furious. So you'd have to kind of find the baseline for that one. It'd probably be like, the Fast and the Furious, the first one, is probably like, I would say even that's like a negative one on the Bowie scale. Like it's not, it's a little cheesy for me. I don't know. Maybe it's even. I haven't seen that one in a while. So I'd say, yeah, Fast and Furious is probably even. Okay. Even Bodhi. Um, two is a negative five. Two, two is like a negative four. Negative five is like really bad. I don't know. Two I don't is know really bad. Yeah. I mean, you, you can you can make judge them on your own. But yeah, okay. two would be like a negative four. And then... Like uh, seven would be like a positive four, four and a half. Okay. And eight probably like a positive four. Okay. So. Okay. Um, so predators. Yeah. Predators. Oh, okay. <laughs> Back on topic. I did re- rewatch the Fast and Furious 8 though. And that scene with Jason Statham and the baby. It's good. It's fantastic. It's good. Um, he was a good pole for those movies. Oh, yeah. He's great. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for the spinoff with him and Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Um, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> uh, all right. I love that we're we're ten minutes in. We're not even talked about disc golf. Um, I hope you guys like movies too. Yeah. I I love movies. So uh, Predator. So um, OG Predator. OG Predator. Plus four on the Bodie scale. Okay. Predator two. Minus three. Minus two, actually. Minus two on the Bodhi scale. Okay. There's, it's violent. It's a predator movie. Like it's, it. There is a monster hunting people, yeah. but it's it's not as good as it could be. So it's giving you what it should. But it's bad. But it's bad. Yep. And like Fast and the Furious two is just a complete departure from everything. It's awful. It does totally, nothing. Everything is just the only thing that's there is cars. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. movie, and Paul Walker's in it. But like, it's barely. like he's playing a different character yeah, with the same name. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so different. Uh, okay. Uh, predators, uh, positive three on the Bodhi scale. Yeah. And I would okay. give the predator the same probably. Well, I know this is going to kind of counteract my, my rating, but maybe I'd give the predator like a two and a half. Cause yeah, it's not it's, a tight movie. Like me, it's the l- studio ruined it in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. On, on your scale, I would give predators a higher score than the predator. Yeah. Yeah, and I would too, because the Pre- Predator is is a tight, well constructed movie. Like it tells a narrative. It's there's not a. T- I mean, it's ridiculous. It's about people being ta- like you know really but, vicious people being taken to an alien hunting preserve. Um, but it's fun. Oh yeah, but it's, there's also not full of plot holes. It's yeah. not like such. But the Predator has like the, there's <laughs> stuff that you're like, all right, they're in an RV. I don't know how they got the RV, but they're in an RV, and so we're going. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to spoil too much, but there are a few. Hey guys, we need to do this. Got you. Back. Done. Wait, yep. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They did it. No, but it keeps going so fast that yeah. you're like, all right, whatever. Great. Sure. So, uh, but it's a predator movie. Yeah. So, that's cool. a Bodie scale. I like it. Um, 
Yeah, maybe maybe I'll bring I'll bring the Bodhi scale back on the show because I miss it. Perfect. So when I see movies, I'll, we'll talk about them. Bodhi scale. It's, it's it's especially fun with sequels. Like series. oh yeah. Well, and there's so many franchises right now. You yeah. can do it, and and those are ones are to, easy to like. It's easier to sequel a movie. Yeah. Then. So, but when there's like an original idea, it, it's a little bit tricky. But you still kind of consider it for what it is. Like if it's a horror movie, you don't consider you don't compare it against The Godfather. You compare it against. It's horror a horror films. movie, so that's the baseline. Yep. It's a good horror movie, and you try to think like, okay, what's just like a good solid horror movie? So I'm gonna say Cabin in the Woods, and then we'll go back to disc golf. I haven't seen Cabin in the Woods. Oh, the new one, the, the Josh Whedon one, five years ago. Yeah, uh, watch it. Okay, I want to know where it falls on your scale. Okay, I will. Okay, all right. Because I don't once watch you a know ton what of it horror. is. I like sci-fi horror. I just don't watch a ton of horror movies. I don't know why. Do you want a mini spoiler? No, I can't. No, you no, got, no. You gotta watch I it. think I've, watch I've it. heard like a little bit about it, okay. but no, I want to watch it. it. I don't like spoilers. Okay. Uh, I don't know. For me, probably the best horror movie, I don't even know that this really counts as a horror movie. It does. It absolutely is a horror movie. Is Jaws. Yeah, that counts. Thriller. Yeah. I mean, you. I don't think you can get, you can get as good as Jaws, but I don't think you can get better than Jaws. So I'd say Jaws is like a plus five on the Bodie scale. Okay. Okay. It's so much better than you would expect something like that to be. Yeah. It's a shark movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a movie about a a shark that's, that's, you know, terrorizing people, but it's amazing. Okay. You have homework. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Bodie scale it. All right. All right. I think it's on Netflix. Probably. Eh, I don't know. Or Prime or someone. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Well, we play disc golf. (laughs) Welcome to disc golf. (laughs) 13 minutes in. 14 we're just, minutes. We're just sci-fi nerds. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I like stuff. Me too. I'm not... I don't cosplay. I didn't even know that was a thing until a few years ago. Oh. I don't do that. For some reason, I never have. I love anime. I love... See, I don't really get into games. the anime thing. I don't... I can appreciate it I'm on huge a certain on level. video games. I'm huge on sci-fi. Yeah. I just... I don't have the craftsmanship to build cosplay outfits. I... Uh, I like video games. I think you and I like different genres of video games. Probably. I recently played the new Tomb Raider game. Ooh. Um, and I played, I haven't played any of the old ones. I didn't have PlayStation. I, so I never played Tomb mm-hmm. Raider. But uh, the new ones like Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I think Shadow of the Tomb Raider is the newest one. I think those okay. are the names. But it's like a, the new trilogy uh, where it's actually not quite so sexist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh. It's actually not at all. Like she's, yeah. a, she's a pretty robust protagonist. Good. Um, but uh, and I don't know if the other ones were, but she certainly was bosomly. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I so the first probably hour of that game, I was like pulling my hair out because it was just cutscene, run, cutscene run cut and the cutscenes were long yeah and they're well directed so i was just thinking i was like okay the guy who directed this wanted to make movies and this is his chance to do it and he's he's going for something epic and it's a it's a the stories are all a little bit ridiculous but they're 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 honestly pretty well directed they're well animated their cutscenes are they're acted well the actors do a good job but they were so long but there were some times in that movie game uh after you get through that when you're actually playing it where i was like this is a great game. This is really, really fun. There's some genuinely fun parts, like where you're just completely surrounded by people shooting guns at you. And it's so absurd that, awesome. you, you know, you're this 22-year-old yep. British girl who is, like, 
the baddest A person in the world. It's it's pretty fun. Awesome. So, uh, disc golf. <laughs> we played a super class round. Yes, we did. So we talked about that a long time ago, and we finally did it. Yes. So yes. we both had condors, right? Uh, I had a condor, and I oh, also yeah. half cheated and took my latitude bite. Which I think is registered as a super class. I think so. I didn't look up the list. I just told myself it was, and I used yeah. it. So if you're not familiar with that, uh, you're welcome to the club, like every other person on the planet. It's a dog catch It's a disc, dog right? disc that flies a lot like an ultimate. Yeah. Uh, super fun to throw. But you should honestly bag that thing like it was doing some really good yeah. stuff for you yeah very much point and shoot yeah and it's pdj approved right yep definitely we don't know if it's super class or not for sure but we know it's pdj it approved. Is approved yeah and i i usually have one in the bag at least for like fun stuff because it's super fun yeah um i don't think i've thrown it in a sanctioned event yet i don't know why yeah you should i should it was doing it was just super understable for you right yeah it's it's i throw it like 60 percent on a little bit of hyzer it pops up and it just goes straight with a little bit of right fade at the end. Yeah. Just super useful. Yeah. And I super had fun. two condors yep. that I was playing with. A new DX and an old DX. Yeah. But the old one is just, it's been on sitting on the shelf mostly. I barely thrown, okay. thrown it. Two condors. Um, and uh, they were playing so different for me, which is weird. I'm going to chalk a lot of that up to DX, but I'm also going to chalk that up to the fact that it's such a big disc that uh, we hit a tree and. On like it, the fourth hole. It notices. Like yeah. I, I, I almost tacoed it. Yeah. It had some character lines. <laughs> yeah. And so one was flying overstable, one was flying understable, which was interesting. Which is a perfect yeah. uh, arsenal to have. So personally, they're not great tee shots for me. Like I'm not, I wasn't through, I was throwing them okay for mm. what it, they were, uh, but I couldn't get a ton of distance on them. If I, if it's a downhill shot and I want something that'll glide, you, you can just like flick a condor and it'll go forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're throwing it flat or slightly uphill, it's it's probably the wrong disc to choose. Yeah. But and you can you can vouch for this. I was putting lights out with my condor. He missed one putt in the circle in circle one. One with a condor out of eighteen and rounds. probably six or, or seven of them were circles edge that he made. Yeah. Or did we play? I think we played maybe twenty it was holes. Twenty nineteen twenty. Yeah. Yeah. More than eighteen. Yeah. But it was it was getting to the point where it would be like, oh, cool, Gavin's at thirty feet. He's gonna make it with a condor. Yeah. And I tried putting with a bite. I don't know why. I just felt like I should. I was terrible. Uh, your condor, mine were DX, so they they're a little more grippy. Uh, my Yours condor was, was like Blizzard, Blizzard champion. Yeah. But it was a hundred and eighty, hundred ninety. It was heavy. It wasn't like it's a, a heavy Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it really that heavy? Yeah. Okay. Call if it's yours. If you want it back, let me know. It's the one with Brian's yeah. name on it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have it. But it was fun. Uh, so a little more durable. I mean, Blizzard's just champion with bubbles in the rim. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Flies kind of like an Emac. Honestly, it does less glide, and that might be because it weighs as much as a house. Yeah, the one ninety, whatever it was. Well, I think if you, I my guess is even for you, it would have more glide with elevation because Probably. it's just a larger surface Probably. area. Like it kind of has to. It's like yeah. That uh, could be. They get down and they stick, and they're they're fun. Yeah, it's a good disc. Yeah, I good overstable mid range. Talked about this last week that I am really liking my condors. So back to last week. Why yeah. did you take it out of the bag? Uh, oh, <laughs> to um. Sorry, I keep punching my microphone. Um, Is that why you took it out? Because I keep punching my microphone. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So I took a- them out of my bag because I wanted to put them on my dashboard so they would recover <laughs> their shape. 
That's why I put so them they're, on, took they're them in the bag. oven right now. Yes, they were in the <laughs> oven, and I just haven't put them back in my bag. They're rolling around in my car somewhere now. So, <laughs> good reason. So I think they're they're in my back seat. So uh, okay. So they will go back in. Uh, yes, I. They do fit in the putter pocket on my commander bag. Mm-hmm. Is the commander is that the one that I have? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's stretching it out a little bit. But I guess you just deal with it. Yeah. So, um, but I'm surprised that it does fit in the putter pocket. But it makes it a little bit trickier to carry. To it just throws off my mm-hmm. how my bag is normally stashed because I don't. I just carry two putters, one in each putter pocket. Oh, okay. uh, and so then I was either like, okay, do I put my condor in to double up? And the condor is perfectly sized to nestle a standard disc in it, but then it's just a little bit of a hassle to get yeah. it out. So um, you can do, I do two putters in the top pocket and then I put a utility something, whether it's an X felon or an X enforcer or something in the next pocket. So you do two putters and then a condor. Yeah, no. And that's what I was doing. Okay. And I just need to go back to doing that. So, but I couldn't figure out if it was the top pocket or the bottom pocket. It was easier for me to grab them out of. Got you. So, they are uh, gigantic. Yeah. Well, they're not that much. They're like what an inch Maybe and a half inch, bigger, inch bigger than mid range. Yeah, but they feel huge. Yeah. They're, they they feel a like ton dinner of plates. fun though. They are a ton. We had of fun. a great time. Well, and you can like comfortably play catch with them. You know, it's yeah. I mean, even mid ranges sometimes playing catch, it's they fly a little faster than yeah. I want them to. Condors are slow. Yeah, they but just good. go. Um. And I've thrown them on like a couple like downhill shots mm-hmm. and they just go. They're so fun. They yeah. just glide and glide and glide. So, yeah. uh, and they go down to like 110 grams. That's crazy light. I have a Zephyr that's like 115 or something yeah. that I need to start throwing. Well, just, I, I just, I don't need to start throwing it cause I don't love it, but I think it would be fun to take it out and see what it could do. It's almost hard to use when they're that light. Yeah. It just floats like away. You pop back and forth and they're turning over. It's a catch disc yeah. really at that weight. Absolutely. Like, it's nuts. I bought it because that was the only super class they had and I was just wanting to try a super class and I shouldn't have bought it. Like it was just, it's, it's in my backyard for my, by my putting basket. So, okay. But it's um, fun. Yeah, it's fun. But no, condors are awesome. Uh, and I wish that other people would make like some super class discs. Super class is a funny thing. Like I looked up the list of super class and almost every whammo disc is registered. Like pretty much every approved ultimate disc is approved as a super class disc. Yep. Uh, but those are just, they're, they're an ultimate disc. They're great to throw. They're really good for what they do. Mm-hmm. Um but the condor is kind of that nice in between the condor and the yeah. Zephyr. Like they're yeah. that in between size. They just have a very different rim on them. True. Um, that I wish there was more variety in that size. And I definitely want to get one in a, uh, more durable, durable. plastic because mm-hmm. they change. You can actually tune them. Like they're so big that you can tune them a little bit by bending a them up like an aerobi. So, oh, I heard somebody asking this and I didn't hear an answer. I don't know. Maybe I just heard somebody, I don't know. Maybe I just overheard it at a park or something. Uh, is it legal to bend a disc to tune it? Like to, to tune a disc? You can bend it. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't think I've seen anybody try to tune per se. I've seen people try to untaco. Yeah. Or return to flat. Um, but yeah, I, but if you wanted to try to tune it, you could. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed yeah. to carve or modify to alter flight characteristics. But I don't think bending meets that. Because if you throw it into a tree unintentionally... It's going to bend. It's changed flight characteristics. It's a little bit modified. But it's... Wear and tear. One of the wear and tear. Yeah. 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 
So and yeah, and if you couldn't actually like restore your disc to what it is, that mm-hmm. wouldn't that wouldn't be good. So, but yeah, I mean, most discs you wouldn't even want to try because it's not. Yeah, unless what you're you like do. lost an old one and you got a brand new one, and you're like, well, I have five minutes to try and beat this in, and you just oh yeah, wiggle sure. it back and forth or something. Sure, I yeah. don't know why else you would need to. Yeah, no, but the condor is big enough that it will actually like you can kind of yeah work it back and forth a little bit. I don't know that you would, but they're they're fun. Condors are really fun. Yeah. I have a good time. So, uh, yeah. Well, play a super class round. Yeah. And, uh, and watch tell the us predator. Yes. And, <laughs> uh, Chris has a suggestion for you to work on a game or at least something. Yeah. Fun to try. Um, a friend of mine, Alex and I like to stay silly when we play. So we decided to do what we called a mystery round. So I have a, a PVC shelf I built with all my discs on it. And I just kind of closed my eyes and picked 15. Some mids, some drivers, some putters, just everything, stuff I don't throw. I I have a shelf of stuff I bag regularly. Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to touch those. Okay. So nothing in my bag could I pick up and be like, I know exactly what's going to happen. And it's the most fun I've had in a long time. So I was throwing stuff like first hole is 375 feet straight shot. And I pulled a sheriff. Okay. Oh, so you're just pulling, you have to, so you put 15 random discs and in And then I bag, just close my eyes and grab one out of the bag. And that's the one you have to play that shot with. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. So I pulled a sheriff. If I backhand a sheriff, I know what's going to happen mostly. It's been a few months. But sorry, how far, 115 feet you said? It was like 350, 375. So not a terrible disc for yeah. the, So I, I mean, like, you would normally throw like an EMAC or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll sidearm it because I can play a little hyzer flip. It'll go about the right distance. I might be short, but I think I can control it. Uh, it's an old beat up sheriff. And I was like this much hyzer in this hard boy. I was terribly wrong. <laughs> rolled it right over cut rolled terribly. And the whole round was just like a blast. So some shots stepped up, terrible things happened. Some shots stepped up. Amazing things happened. I'd be like, I think it's about this stable and you get it right. And you're just like, man, that's cool. I've never thrown this disc and I got it right. And it did what I wanted. And that's just such a good feeling. So then by the time I had gone through all my 15, on hole 15, I guess, or before if I was doing upshots. Um, Alex was like, oh, you've thrown all yours? Grab one out of my bag. So we st- we're on this little like 170-foot tunnel hole. At Creekside, it's like 14, 15. Okay. The short one. And I pull a defender. Like, ooh. <laughs> Not my first choice for a 10-foot wide, 150-foot tunnel. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, cool, a little baby forehand line. And it's super cool because it makes me work on shots that I'll never think to work on. Yeah. Like I'm throwing backhand flex criminals from 80 feet. Never in my life would I do that. But it's making me work that touch, making me work that uncomfortable zone. Because if you don't do things that make you uncomfortable, you're not going to get better. Yeah. So. Well, and it probably is a better, I mean, it's a way to uh, mimic getting in trouble on a course you're not familiar with. Because mm-hmm. you've been in trouble at the courses locally. And I'm saying this to our listeners as well. You probably know how to get, if you've been playing the courses enough, you know, you have an idea of when you could get in trouble, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, there's certain places that I will just never go because I just, my discs don't go that way. I was throw right hand, backhand, Mm -hmm. you know, or if I flick, I just don't flick that far. So it's not going to go in certain spots. Um, But if I'm playing a course that I've never been to, I'm going to have to do things that I'm not used to doing Mm -hmm. because I don't it's completely different layout. Mm -hmm. So that's maybe a good way to kind of mimic that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you be in the unfamiliar. Yeah. Which I loved. Like I threw some shots 
like the one I'm thinking of was the downhill 80 foot shot. And I pulled a criminal. Okay. To a slanted green, like nightmare scenario, <laughs> nothing about it that I wanted to do. I was like, you know what? Let's work on touch. Let's work on angle control. And I was close. Like, I was, What is a criminal for people that don't throw? Uh, like a flat top firebird. Very overstable fairway driver. Okay. So, and on an 80 foot downhill. Angled green. Angled green. Yeah. So. Not, not a slow, not a sit easy, not an easy angle control. Like it's yeah. flexing the whole time. But it was even, I mean, just like, I still remember how it felt to be like, you know what? We can do this. We can make this work. And that little bit of uncomfortable turned confidence. Granted, I wasn't perfect. It was was good. Yeah. It wasn't perfect. It's cool. Like yeah. I got I felt like I got better. And I don't feel like that when I play with my five discs. I step up at a hole and I'm like, oh, it's an Emac Truth. Oh, it's a felon. Oh. Yeah. I don't get better. I'm just throwing stuff to throw stuff because I know it'll work. Well, and I guess maybe you get lucky and you find something like, oh, I would throw my Emac here, but mm-hmm. if I throw a felon or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I get a little bit of a different lie that opened up something yeah. that I didn't consider. And there was one of those. There was yeah. a I don't know, 300 foot straight shot. I always throw Emac or Marshall, sometimes usually Emac. Just straight at it, let it get close, whatever. And I pulled a harp. I was like, okay, how can I get a harp there? I love harps. But I, I do not throw them far. And they don't go nearly they as far as They don't go far, yeah. So I was like, okay, I can f- flex it. I can flex a sidearm. That's not going to go far I enough. I think if I put everything I could into my harp, I could maybe get it like... Oh, I don't know, 60, 70 yards, like That's maybe, probably about right. Yeah, I can, I can probably get them like 100 yards, 110 yards. Yeah. But, I mean, this hole is 310 feet, and I was like, okay, flex, no. Sidearm flex, no. No. And I found this little pocket up on the top right and just threw it as hard as I could, and it went up, and it was perfect. I was like 30 feet out. It's like, that's so cool. I never would have seen that. I yeah. never would have thought that that shot could work here. And it's just, it's fun. I had a blast. Oh, so that's cool. Close your eyes, grab a disc, make it work. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to make it even more challenging, do it with your buddy and then switch bags. Grab a, f- oh man, friend's bag is fun too. Looking or not looking. Yeah. We've done that one too. We did it actually in a sanctioned round. Shot my first sub 900 round with Alex's bag. Um, and it's funny because I throw only overstable, he throws only understable. So when we switched, we were both like, What's the most overstable thing you have? What's the most understable thing you have? And that's all we used. That's but funny. It's so fun to just make it new, make it different. Yeah. Because it's so easy to get repetitive and blah. Yeah. At least for me. I don't know. I like to well, goof off. You play a lot too, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, if that doesn't sound like, if, you, if you're lucky enough to get out maybe once a month to go play, yeah, maybe that's you don't probably not problem. what you want to do. You probably don't want to go do a goofy super class round. But, uh, if you're looking for something to kind of shake it up a little bit, that's seems like a good way to do it. And like strengthen your skill set a little bit, work on things again that you don't work. It forces you to look at the problem differently, mm-hmm. um, which is good. And it maybe is a different way as a way to kind of get some more variety out of, cause not everyone's as fortunate as we are that have, you know, I think within 20 minutes of my house, there's two, well, there's two, three uh tournament level courses like champion level courses if you count roots and creekside and that which are, are barely there yeah portals there um and then there's probably another three maybe that are just decent park courses you know mm-hmm. and that's phenomenal like that's really rare probably yeah to, 
So most people probably don't have that luxury. And so if you want to change up your course a little bit, change up your disc selection. Yeah. Yeah. And, or, yeah. I was going to say, one other game I play, since we're doing about the mixing up stuff, um, I'll step up to a hole, and if my normal shot is a backhand, I'll make myself throw sidearm. And if my preferred shot is a sidearm, I make myself throw backhand. Another way to spice up a course you play too much. Yeah. I, uh, I usually do better when I play backwards tee shot, though, and it's kind of frustrating. <laughs> like, this is clearly a backhand hole. I just threw a perfect sidearm. Why is this happening? <laughs> but... Yeah, and then when you try to throw that sidearm, it's gone. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, happens though. It's fun. <sighs> yep. Or Save throw it. a backhand and a sidearm on every hole and see which one wins on the course. Yeah, yeah. That's I sometimes it's fun just to throw two discs. Like if I'm on a practice round and just play them both mm-hmm. and see, and if you can, you know, shoot similar with, you know. And I've heard people say like do best and worst. Yeah. Like throw out discs until you're satisfied and then play your best one play your worst one yeah that's a really good drill too so if you're throwing multiples always play from your worst yeah i know the score sucks but you'll get better yeah well don't keep score that's what practice rounds are for exactly exactly i mean keep score if you want but because you will end up in the bad places yeah and if you don't practice it you'll be like "Mm." no getting out of trouble is a really good skill to have if you watch world's coverage from this year you'll understand yeah like some incredible saves from those guys yeah well and it's if you can save par, like, or save a bird, you know, save something from like a really troubled spot, it's, it feels pretty awesome. And I've, I've been playing sometimes where it's like my, you know, who I'm, people I'm playing with, their tee shots go where they want them to, and mine does not. Yeah. And we end up scoring the same because I'm, can fight out of it enough. Yep. You know, so you can, you know, if, if your approach shot is from the from trouble, but you can still get in circle one or you know mm-hmm. close enough to the pin, then you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Scramble is a great skill to have. Don't yeah. sell yourself short on practicing it. Well, and and if you play like I do, you get a lot of time to practice your scrambling. <laughs> and when you're learning, take advantage of all the bad lies because uh, yeah, you get yeah. learning is kind of what scramble is yeah. later down the road. It gets take it from me. It gets frustrating to go like whacking through the bushes. 17 out of 18 holes, but it, it, it gets better. <laughs> and on that note, uh, keep throwing plastic. Cheers. Cheers.